When you show me love, it's a mountain Took me from nothing to something Seeing next to you, now we run things Now we run things The way you show me love, it's a Yes, guys, we're back here with another episode of the 2911 podcast. It's me, Bien, here. Squabs. Squared. Axe. Obviously, we don't have naps here. He apologises for his absence. We've got manager Wiz in the building. Yeah, I don't know. We'll pick yeah. up probably. We'll pick up. Yeah, what can I say? <laughs> 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 guys are <laughs> I mean, you can come sit here if you want. If you want, you can come sit. But um, yeah, obviously today is a special day. Even though this yeah, episode is not going to come out on our free anniversary. Today is our free anniversary, 29th of October. Yay. Shouldn't be doing that, bro. Gun, gun, gun of Christ, bro. Gun of Christ. Shout out to the, to the people that supported us, helped us along the way. Literally. Three years, serious journey, man. Shout Three years was crazy. I was reflecting on it this morning. Like, you see things like, like, you see those, those kind of landmarks. You see when mm-hmm. something's free, it's just like, like established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so... Bro, after crazy. three after three episodes, that's established with Santa, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think 75% of podcasts don't make it past episode three. Yeah, yeah. Where did you see that? Even though it's higher, you know, it was, it was 90. I think it was 90. Yeah, something crazy. When did you guys see that stat on? It's just, just come anytime you do podcasts, yeah, 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 people put it. <laughs> it's like oh, it's like when they say 95% of traders fail. Like, yeah, 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 I don't know how it really is in it, but people use it, so yeah. Yeah, no, nah, free. Even my sister was like to me because I, I said to her, "Oh yeah, we're going to the studio. Oh, we're going." She's like, "Oh, all right, like, oh, like, how come?" I said, "Oh, it's free." She's like, "Oh my gosh, already!" And I was deep in it. It's actually gone very quickly. No, yeah. it doesn't even feel like free. Yeah. But a lot has happened. You know, is it? Somebody asked me this week in it, literally, because I told them I was coming back from. I was coming to London from uni in it, and I was asking. They're asking what am I going to do? I said, "Yeah, free anniversary." They're like, "Ah, oh, like has it been quick?" Like, and I feel like it has, but there's been a lot that's gone in that's gone into that time, so it's also felt long, if that makes sense. Like a lot mm-hmm. has happened, so. Yeah, man. Glory yeah. to God. I was just I was mad thankful this morning because that's just crazy. Mm. It's, it's crazy. All glory to God. Man. Very crazy. Especially when I, when I look at how much has ch- It's crazy how the podcast is still here, but so much has changed in the last three years. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff around us has changed, to be fair. Mm. When you think about it. Wait, did we start before COVID? Yeah. yeah. Podcasts have been through COVID. Well, when we started the podcast, nobody knew what lockdown was, bro. Lit. <laughs> that's mad. That's mad, you know. Everything was nobody knew. Different. Nobody knew who Thames was. It was Thames. Mm. Oh, Thames. singer. <laughs> oh, yeah. nobody, knew, nobody knew Central C. No, that's a drug. They probably did. In 2019, 2019. he had old, old songs. Yeah, old songs. Listen to Central I was. I was. No, you were. You were making Central C. Damn, yeah. In 2019, things were different, what, bro. Emery was Arsenal man. No one was wearing cargos. Yeah, not like that. Well, not true. only the skateboard man and that. Yeah, yeah. Rebrand came into place, innit? Kawhi was fan was MVP. Uh, Damn, we played for the Raptors, innit? Haaland yeah. wasn't really lit like that. Yeah, he was lit, but he wasn't lit like this. Manu was Nobody knew who Pedro was. Yeah. One thing that did remain, Messi. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he won Ballon d'Or, innit? Yeah, I don't did, know, he, he cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he went in sixth. Yeah, yeah, of course. 2019 things were so different. I had, I had a low trim. Yeah. Oh, bro. Oh, yeah, you did. Did have hair. Did have hair. Two people on the pod have hair. Three. Uh, Naps, you don't know what Naps is on anyway. Yeah, I saw you had some. I mean, Naps is true. <laughs> Naps has always had a high <laughs> top. And yeah, it's always had. I think you man should join though. Grow your hairs nah, up. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they love the, the, the 1.5 on the top and the skin fit. Who's they, bro? Yeah, who's they? They, innit? Words. They know who they are. Be careful your words, bro. Cool, bro. <laughs> 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 no, but a lot has changed. Even like when I just think about, like I was listening to not too long ago. This is episode three, innit? What's episode three? What's I don't about? remember. Um, Wait, <laughs> I was think it's welcome twenty. I'm um, twenty nine introduction. Then it was what does it mean to be a Christian? Mm. Then I don't know. What episode it three is. was something about love. I think. No, be, I think no. It's not put your. It's not, it's not love and relationship. But it's, it's not Jordan love. one. It's not the Jordan ones one. No, no. I think that's episode six. Yeah. Episode three is it's something about love. Who are you doing it for? Who you doing it oh. for? Oh. Yeah. I actually want to re-up that episode again. Do you know what it is? I feel like there's a lot of episodes that we did that we can redo. That if we did it now, we'll be have a better, yeah, 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 a, a better more mature look. understanding of it. Literally, yeah. you know I'm saying. Cause sometimes I was some of the thing. I remember I was what I was listening to one of the episodes that time ago. I was listening to myself. I was thinking, hey. 
this guy was a little fish, you know. I don't know how I'm putting bro, because some of the things I was saying, they weren't wrong, innit? Yeah. But they were just so basic. Yeah, yeah they were just, like, just like, oh, okay. They weren't that was your understanding back then. So that's the, another thing about the pod that I like, you know, because you kind of track yeah. Yeah. how your understanding's grown. Yeah. Like, Even that just said, saying that the other day. Yeah, there's, certain things, there's certain things I said before that I don't agree with anymore. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. But that's how it should, how it should, should be, be technically, you know. That's the thing that's amazing. Like Krabs said, that like, we speak by God's grace, we speak from the knowledge we have and things we've experienced. That's what that was like always our motto that we'd only speak from what we've received from God or what we've received and seen in our life. And obviously the more you get older, mature, you receive more, you more things. So And the more you read about it, the more you yeah. learn as well. It's natural. Because mm-hmm. yeah, for sure there's a lot of things throughout the three years that I've changed my view on, changed how I see it just disagree with it completely <laughs> or there's things I've even started yeah. to learn more about as yeah, well so it's like that's how it, that's, that's the cool, beauty man. of it yeah. so I need to actually go on a marathon and actually listen to all of them again I can't like because yeah. you know I don't actually listen to the yeah, no, I, I never used to listen to like, it once, I, once we, do, we, we do it I might listen to it like once whilst like everybody's listening to it then I just I listen to the episode about me <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I don't think I listen to the whole thing about me you can't like I listen to that one as well I listen to that one as well yeah no, I never yeah, used to listen. I never used to listen. I just, I don't know when I heard my voice on the mic. I didn't yeah, really like yeah, it like yeah. that. But now you're yeah, all right, yeah, though. And, like, I, and sometimes you catch the things that you say too much. Like yeah. earlier on, yeah, I used to say, "Do you get what I'm saying?" Yeah. And anytime yeah, I yeah. hear it, I would annoy me oh. so much. I, I didn't like listening to it. I'd be like, "Oh, God is love." Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? No, uh, I, I think to, I said it like twenty times in one episode. I, was I, like, I yeah. still do. I no, like, I used to use that the biggest of words I remember Shakespeare I was, still do you still do nah man I've reduced that there's one word there was a word that you used I never was last episode on a meeting oh this co- no 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 no, no, it, was no, no, the, no. Yeah, it was in the it was in Bible when we did Bible study he used that oh, <laughs> what was the word what was the I word? can't remember and it was just like what? oh no well as in man in Bible study yeah bro I remember we were like Oh, I'm like, what's the game about? You know, I remember, 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 I just got, sometimes just throw it in there, I don't even know what it means half the time, it just sounds weird. Better just read it somewhere. It's nice to see the the progress and the track. The growth is nice, the growth is nice. Even because I was saying to somebody that, like, with the pod, we're not really on this whole thing of practice what you preach, we're more on a preach what you practice kind of thing. And I actually feel like that's what Christianity should be. 100. Like, it's a preach what you practice thing, because that's how people get caught out. Because you're, pre- you're, you're saying stuff, you're not doing it. Preach what you practice to a certain extent, though. Because imagine you're practicing nonsense. And then you then then preach And it. you're preaching that. Okay, not preaching, but, then, but, then, but that's where vulnerability yeah, 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 yeah. comes in. Because, mm. for example, like when you're looking at, like let's say us with a platform, yeah? Let's say now we're moving south. Obviously, you shouldn't now do episode, guys. I've just been, I mean, chunging gear like. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time... <laughs> At the same time, you shouldn't. Yeah, you, you should. Get, you should. You, you should, should be able to if, like. If it, like, if it comes to that sort of conversation, just say, yeah, these are the boundaries you put in place to be yeah, celibate. Yeah, yeah. Be open and be vulnerable. Yeah, like mm. oh, this is where I rubbed out. Do you feel me? Don't get in that room with that girl. I'm saying, not speaking from experience, but you know, some man might be. You feel me? But you know, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Hundred percent. And you, I feel like, as if if you preach what you practice I feel like there's also more grace that you can show to others that's one thing I've learned throughout the three years just in terms of like you're not perfect I was thinking I was looking at Stormzy saying something yesterday Stormzy. <laughs> I know you got an agenda I don't have an agenda he was saying he was saying that he was saying I that. love Stormzy innit what's it called his dad obviously his dad wasn't in his life innit uh, I saw that and Lindsay would work there yeah, yeah, yeah and his dad was like and he saw his dad, his dad asked him for a car, blah, blah, blah. Wait, what? He asked him for a car? Yeah, the first time he saw him, he was like, oh, can I have a car? Well, was that when he was back, though? Yeah. Oh. Same mom. This is when like, he'd blown. And no, then, I get it, but like, dude, you just pulled up, can I have a yeah, car? Yeah, can I have a car kind that's of thing. Crazy, that's crazy, you know, that's yeah, mad confidence. So obviously, Stormzy's like, like, what's going yeah, on now? Yeah, yeah. You weren't there in my life, and now that I'm back, you want a car? There is. Sorry, I just, I just never knew that was a thing, you know, yeah. that people do that. I can't lie, that's right, because even if you did want a car, you lotion it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, so you, you, just, you just said it straight, like, say, okay, that's, that's how, 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 that's how,
he when he turned to the white guy, he's like, oh, like he was thinking about it in studio, and he was gonna say that he'd rather die with the pain or die with the hate or something. But he stopped himself because it was like the same grace that he wanted for Maya. He doesn't. He he should be giving it to his dad kind of thing because obviously his dad is a flawed oh. man. He's a flawed guy. Mm-hmm. So he wants Maya to forgive him or whoever to forgive him. So then why can't yeah? So why can't he yeah? So why can't he forgive his dad or whatever in it? So uh, it's also so he's forgiving his dad so Maya can see it. He's forgiving people. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, back in it. Maybe saying, word word. Yeah, but yeah, it's just kind of just showing me that you're like practicing what you preach when you practice as well. Kind of like. You show grace to people because you probably been then in that situation. Maybe some situations not, but a lot of situations. A lot of us go through the same things, really. Mm-hmm. Like maybe in different ways, but you know, when you see someone struggling, something you can also kind of like help them in yeah. a non-judgmental way. Because yeah. I know that a lot of us sometimes can be a bit uh, mm. kind of brush it. Yeah, I think it's 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 that thing of preaching what you practice is really important as well. Because as we're thinking, like you see our words and how we speak. That's our main form of expression and communication. People talk about body language yeah. and all of that, but that's not as important as our words because there's so much ambiguity in it. Yeah. Like it can be interpreted kind of anyhow. Somebody can think, oh, because of the way you were acting, I thought you were off, but you just weren't. Like, mm-hmm. do you get? Mm-hmm. Whereas with words, that's one of the ways where it's so clear. I'm saying what I mean. I'm saying. And so when you kind of start preaching what you don't practice, you're, you're kind of just misusing it. Because, like, obviously today we're talking about like the power of words and speech. And one of the things I was thinking of is like, so we have words and you know we talk about how kind of like you know god gives us all good things and whatnot and whatnot i was trying to think cool so words have such a power for good like what's the reason god gave them to us and there's so many different things you can do with your words yeah you can lie to people you can make money with them you can sing to people you can lotion girl <laughs> you can lie to police you can, <laughs> hey, you can, can do, do anything experience yeah. you can preach to people you get you can preach to people you lie to your mom and dad you can evangelize like a crazy person on the train and tell people they're going to hell. Yeah. Like, there's so many things you can do, good or bad, with them. Yeah. So, like, what do you lot think? Considering we're talking about, like, you know, preaching what you practice, the different things you can do with your word, what do you think they're meant for? Or oh, they're meant. Mm. Right, words. In yeah, like, general, what do you think God intended for us to use our words for? I feel like it's, first of all, it's to communicate with Him, mm-hmm. like, it, through prayer, like, obviously, having the ability actually to speak to God. So, communicating with God and communicating with people, but. I don't think it's it's not just speaking with people for the sake of it. Um, there was a scripture I think it's in Ephesians four twenty nine. It's talking about our words building up people. Mm. So I feel like our words will actually like will actually purpose to build up people with our words. And it, and building up doesn't always mean like I don't mean motivational speeches like oh you can do it. But even <laughs> like even joking like it builds people up in certain sense. Like you know if someone's going through something, <clears throat> just mm. making jokes, literally just having just normal like just kind of chill funny conversation can build people up. So I just feel like it's, our words are meant to like have a positive effect on people, whether it's positive to correct, to discipline, to, you know, to, again, to joke around, um, to encourage, to show love. I feel like our words, they're, they're encouraged to build up and it's, it's, that can be done in so many different ways. That's what, that's what I thought I was writing. I can't lie, I was answering it at a bus stop today and I was just thinking, like, what do I actually use my words for? Do I actually think about that? <coughs> like, do I think when I speak... My words are purpose to, okay, build up people, help people, encourage people. And I was like, mm, all the time, I can't lie, because it's very easy to speak in it. So, But that's what I feel like God intended it for. Mm. I think for me, I feel like words are used to kind of like express your inner thoughts. Mm. And the way I kind of came across that approach is that, I remember it was on the day of the live show, in it, And I must have been running late and I bumped into someone in it. One girl in it, shouts her. And, um, she calm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that in it. So we're just talking about like the power of words, about how words can kind of resonate onto people. And one thing that she said, well, I gave her the cosign. Well, she gave me the cosign to say this, but she said that the way that you speak to people is the way that you speak to yourself. And from that, you kind of evaluate a person about, you know, say, for instance, if they're talking negative upon certain aspects of their life, maybe stop and think that, oh, they may be troubled and etc. So it kind of gives like a sense of exposure into like, okay, cool, I may need to help that person in this area. I may need to take this from this person from this area so that you know that everything's refreshed in their own mind. And obviously from the way that they use their words, it's like, okay, I'm troubled here. Let me go back and try and help and etc. So I feel like it's an exposure of inner thoughts that I'd say. <coughs> so yeah. 
That's mm. that's interesting because what's that scripture? Is it um, as a man thinks, so is he? Yeah, and I think it's true. And where it, your tr- where your treasures are, out of, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And it's true. Like even like, I think that's a very interesting thing because it's weird because you see when somebody speaks nicely to you, you're more inclined to help them or to be nice to them. Yeah, yeah. But the people that speak badly to you are normally the people most in need of help. Yeah, that's why it's really yeah, yeah. weird. Because even like when you're thinking about how you communicate grace and how you communicate that you need grace is weird because the the one of the easiest ways to tell someone is flawed, even though we all are, is the way that they speak. The same way that's the easiest thing to push you away from wanting to help somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very backwards in a way. Because <clears throat> I was even, I was having a, I was talking to somebody the other day and uh, I remember I had a conversation when I was in, I was in sixth form. I don't know if I had... It was in year 13. I don't know if I was saved or not, but it was in and around that period, innit? I was having a conversation with my teacher. Shout out to her, man. She was proper cool. And um, having a conversation, we were just talking about some stuff I'd done in secondary school, innit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, politics. Yeah. Politics. Shout out to her, man. Cool. We're having a conversation, innit? And we're talking about empathy. And I was saying how, like, I can't lie. In my thought process, Empathy wasn't really a thing. I just didn't really see why it should be either. Like, when I was younger, I just thought, like, why am I going to put myself in your shoes? If your shoes are late, that's actually your problem. Mm. Like, it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we're talking about kind of how that led to some of the ways I spoke to people, some of the things I did, like, when, especially when it came to helping people or hurting people. Yeah. Sometimes literally. I was like, I was just like, why would I, like, what? Like, you have something I want. I want it. You don't want to give it to me. Why am I going to ask you? I'm just going to take it. Yeah. Mm. And I, think, I remember there was one time, yeah, we must have been, um, we were we were in like Finsley Park, Colorado Road, and it was like six or seven of us. Oh boy. And then um, <laughs> we went into Greg's, innit? And there was one worker in Greg's, we just raided the shop. Like, we just raided yes. the shop. And she ran to the back and said, you know, just take whatever you want. She was bare upset, innit? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we've left the shop now, we took bare stuff, innit? Like, bare stuff. Like, she literally left, she went to the back of the shop, left the whole shop open, said, take what you want. And you felt good about that? It was funny at the time, Duh. but then yeah. I, I, in hands when we were having this, when I was having this conversation with my teacher, when we left the when we left the shop, I ran out and she came out the shop like, "Oh, I'm calling the police and you lot, all this and that." And she was so scared, like she was so scared because obviously that like, seven brothers yeah, just yeah, run up in the shop. Yeah. Someone had their faces covered and also it would be oh, stupid, yeah. innit? Oh, wow. And um, I was thinking about like the whole thing about empathy and how that's changed how I think and speak to people. And even that thing that Alex is saying is like, sometimes now when people speak badly to me, I understand the position because I'm slowing stuff down. Like when I was thinking about that example where I just ran it, I didn't care for the woman at all. Mm. Like, I just cared about the donuts, bro. And yeah. the woman was of no, of no regard to me. Yeah, but yeah. when I think about now how I speak, I think to understand, I speak to understand sometimes now. Yeah. yeah. Which is a big thing that I, in terms of what I think my words are for. Because my thought process is about understanding people because I've seen how much it's helped me when people understand me or when people have tried to understand me, especially with Jesus, like, in the sense that I felt as though when I looked, when I first came to Christ, I didn't really look at what Jesus was like. And I think that if I did, it slightly would have discouraged me a bit because in hindsight, I felt so far away in terms Mm -hmm. of how I was as a person. But in now Mm -hmm. thinking about how God's grace works, me and Naps the other day in Bible said, going back to Batman, you know, I should have been there. (laughs) It's crazy, but like, and looking at how like, God understands me and he speaks to me in a way that he understands me. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day and I was saying, but it's so important to, you see when you're feeling the kind of way to pray to God, because he understands the, how you're feeling and he knows exactly the right remedies. But that's because I speak to him so he can understand me. Even though he sees me, so that I want to feel like I'm understood, you get? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that I've replicated or I try to replicate in my relationships with people. And then I speak to them to understand them, whether that's asking questions, oh, you said this, what does that mean? How do you feel about this? Or even saying, oh, no, I get what you're saying. Like, uh, you know, just small things like that. Because mm-hmm. there's a verse in Proverbs 16, 24. It says, kind words are, are like honey, honey to the soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get? And I highlighted that the other day. So, so I think that's one of the big things. <laughs> I grabbed that one. That's one of the big things that I think words are meant for, for you to come to an understanding of the people around you. Because I feel like mm-hmm. that's one of the things God shows us. He speaks to us to show us that he understands us. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Exodus 3, 7 where God's talking to, to the Israelites, he's like, I see your pain, I hear your cries, and I know your suffering. Mm. And it just shows that intimacy of, I get what's going on here. And yeah. I feel like when we show people that, like I had a conversation with somebody the other day, yeah, a friend of mine, 
And I've known him for a while. That's like five conversations already. Yeah, this guy got stories. <laughs> I've conversations all the time. But this friend, like, I've known him for a while, isn't it? And we're just talking about something, and then like, they were like, "Oh yeah, like you know, I don't really feel like I can say certain things to people." I was like, "Why?" Like, and we just got into a conversation about. It. And even I was talking about, um, you see the, the episode we had about brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Just talking about how you trust people and whatnot. Because I was saying that, you see, I, you don't remember that call where Krabs was getting onto me when I seen Pran? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, saying to her yeah, that, yeah. there's certain people that can never chat to me like that. If they ever switch, <laughs> I'll say, yo, you need to watch yourself. Like, you ain't, yeah, it's not me Hold you're talking it. to you like that. Yeah. But when, when, pe- when you know people understand you, you don't mind, not that you don't mind how they speak to you, they can speak to you in a certain way because you know it's coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the kind of things that I think words are meant for, for understanding people. Because when you understand people, then correction's easy. When you understand people, loving them's easy and stuff like that. So, yeah. Even, mm. just briefly, just to bounce off your point about that understanding with God, um, I feel like it's also important <laughs> to, like, have that type of frame of mind and be in that right mental state when receiving that message from God. Like, I kind of read, me and Jeff, shouts the boy, I'll see anyway, we had one long conversation about peace of mind, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And it was through that conversation where we were talking about things such as self-awareness, hold yourself accountable and etc. for your things. But people may feel a sense of, um, a sense of confusion because they may try to understand what God's thinking, but they're not <coughs> in the right re- mental state in order to receive those words from God. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to put yourself in a position whereby the words that God kind of places upon you in that same mood and mindset you're in, that's the same mood and mindset you should then take to other people. It's kind of like a transition, like something comes in and something comes out. That's the way words are like, trans- well, be transparent to other people and resonate to other people in that way. So yeah, just to understand, like in terms of understanding, it's through like your peace of mind where you get that understanding initially. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy you say that. The other day I literally wrote in my notes, how can you be better placed to hear and understand God's direction? Because looking at nowhere in it, yeah. Um, I've been reading about Noah and it says that um, Noah had, he was in close fellowship with God. Mm. And it's crazy because then when you see God giving him direct instructions, build the ark like this, like this, like this, you have to be close. To, yeah. If Noah wasn't close to God, you wouldn't have got that kind of instruction. Yeah. And it kind of goes the same with how we speak to people. I'm not saying that you have to be close with everybody, but when you're communicating with them, you do. Mm-hmm. Mm, but it's the same, like, this whole everything you love said is just basically just communication, understanding, talking to understand. It's all communication. When you think about it, like you saying that Noah was in close um, fellowship. fellowship with, bro, if you don't know, if you don't know God, you don't know how he sounds. Do you know what I'm saying? It's the same, it's just, it's, it works hand in hand, mm-hmm. bro. Like, if I don't know Squared, if I don't know you, if I don't know um, Axe, Wiz, whatever, like, when you lot speak, I won't know that it's you lot speaking, but, the, the moment someone picks up the phone, if I called one of you randomly, but let's say I called Wiz's phone, but then you answered, I'll know that it's not Wiz that I'm talking mm. I'll know mm-hmm. that it's you that I'm talking to. Do you know what I'm saying? But that's only because, why? Because we've built something that I can hear from five yeah. miles away kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. if you want, <clears throat> I feel like God has definitely given us the power of words and everything to be able to communicate, both with him, as Squared said, pray or whatever, and with people. Same thing you said. Can only deep it, we're the only things that God has created that can speak yeah. in that way. Like, can actually communicate to with words. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like animals can communicate with sound and that stuff, but with us, it's generally just words. Do you know what I'm saying? So there has to be a there has to be something important in that. Because when mm. you when you deeper, if if we've if we're the only um, creation of gods that generally can use words either to empower, to bring down, da 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 da, then it shows that we need to be really careful how we use our words. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if I come here and I start talking rubbish, <laughs> bro, like, a lot of people can be affected by that. Mm-hmm. You lot can be affected by that. People that are listening can be affected by that. Even I can be affected start by that. Start talking bongos on the mic. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, we have to really care, uh, really be careful because communication-wise, like, I've deeped that over the years, a lot of people that have said a lot of things to me or I've said a lot of things to them, it's either changed... Some people... We don't speak anymore because of maybe the way they spoke or maybe mm-hmm. the way I spoke. Do you know what I'm saying? Like these things, they can really Let's, affect yeah, you like yeah. proper deeply. So even when you like you um you listen to you like speaking, it's, it's kind of making me deep that like, yo like you have gotta really be careful with what you're saying and how you're interpreting things as well. Because when you say you have to kind of some people they say things but they might not necessarily mean it in that way. But if you don't give them the 
the space to kind of explain themselves and you just, you know, you're just listening to answer instead of mm-hmm. listening to understand. Bro, like you can ruin something really great because of lack of communication. Yeah. I can attest to that. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> a lot of times, bro, <laughs> communication comes in a way. Communication comes in a way, and like you lose things that you can't really get back because at a point in time you should have been listening to understand instead of just listening to. Do you know what? Yeah. It's so crazy. You it's see funny. that thing there? Yeah, I was reading something. I think it's Mark chapter ten. Mm. See the thing where Jesus is speaking to the rich man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what's something I never realized? I've read this scripture like it comes up on so many times, but. If you read it, yeah, there's something very interesting that happens in it. Like, um, it says, yeah, that Jesus genuinely loved him. And when Jesus gave him the instruction, I feel like the guy wasn't listening. And I feel like Jesus was so particular with his words, yeah? And the guy wasn't... It says this in it. Jesus says that looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. And I feel like the guy didn't understand what what Jesus was saying to him. Because Jesus says, the guy asked the question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And the guy said, you know, Jesus said, oh, you know, obey all these commandments. And then Jesus said, there's still one thing you haven't done. Jesus didn't say, just sell all your positions and you'll have treasure. He said, then come and follow me. Why didn't clock it that? Jesus invited this guy to be a disciple. Mm-hmm. And the guy didn't, the guy didn't take that in like, deeper. Like, yeah. And I, I realized something that when it comes to intimacy and when it comes to communication, all these things, it's like, speaking and listening and not kind of hearing what you want to hear is so important because that affects how you speak as well. But you see like when somebody says something to you and you're kind of expecting the something, even what Axe was saying about kind of your internal thoughts kind of direct how you speak. They also direct how you listen as well. Yeah. And so when that's not sorted and you're kind of walking into conversations with not an open mind, it affects a lot. And I saw somebody say that you see the thing of um, kind words, it's not just how you speak to people and how you speak to God, it's how you speak to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I think that kind of thing is very important as well. I wanted to ask you, man, something actually, um, something obviously in relation to this. We had a conversation quite a while ago, me and Bian, about like words, and it was in the context of it was basically like, say, for instance, like we've been doing this for three years, we've met a lot of people along our way, asking us for help and et cetera. And well, the conversation lined about like are people just listening to you for the words that you speak or generally because they want to have a close relationship with knowing Jesus and etc so I wanted to ask you like in your personal opinion like do you feel like there's a link between words and attachment I think it's the biggest I think I think words and attachment is the biggest thing people always like to say that you know what you do for people and like how you act on your words like actions speak louder than words I think that's a lie I don't think I yeah, should speak louder than exactly. words. Yeah. Don't think so? No. I don't think so. Why well. is that? Because you can do so much for some people, but until yeah. you, sometimes it takes the reassurance of oh, words, like words to lock it in. To get, like I think that words, words come before actions and words go after action. Yeah. Action is the bridge between it, but attachment, like you can do stuff for people, yeah, but really cool. So let's say now I meet a girl, yeah, and I buy her a car. Wow. I ain't told her I rate her. I ain't told her I want her, but we talk about her car, yeah. She can think, oh my gosh, this guy likes me. He wants me to be my girl, or whatever. <laughs> but then, yeah, really and truly, I can turn around and be like, I never said that. Relax, be easy. They will hold that. Do you get it? You get but me. if I say to her, I want you to be my girl, duh, 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 I can't ever turn around and say, ah, I never meant that. I said it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, actions leave space for people to kind it. of make up what they want. Yeah. yeah. Words are like yeah. a words, Yeah, if they're not accompanied they're by words. Do you get it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. words... They're firm. Sometimes, like, you can say something to people and they can G-check you on it because you haven't acted like it. But words is what you hold somebody accountable to. Yes. No, That's why words build like, attachment. You said that. So why you said that. that? Why are you not yeah, acting yeah, like yeah, it? Do you see yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? That's why one of the things that DSQ taught me, that thing of um, holding God to his promises. Because that's what it's about. You get like, you said this, so now show me it. Yeah, That's true. the actions come to build on words. Because even when we gave our lives to Christ, we confessed it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying we, yeah, we said it. Like mm-hmm. you like when you read you Romans, believe in your heart. Romans, yeah, love. Romans chapter ten verse nine. You say it. Like I wanna. Da, 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 do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can be reading your Bible, but you say it. Like. like before any of that, film me, like, I haven't really thought of that before. That's, that's very, that's very because even if you deep it, everything, <coughs> everything in this world actually is it's technically not everything, but a lot of things are sealed with words. You know, at yeah. a wedding, I do I exactly. Do. <laughs> you get what I mean, True. you just lip so you come to the wedding, you don't say anything. You guys are not married. You get what I mean? Like, and that's, I, what, that's what even they say that thing of like, oh, like kind of, um, what do they say? Why are you treat? Why are you giving wifey treatment? To somebody's not your wife. Just cool. yeah. What what changes that when you say when this you, is my wife? This is my girl. 
Sure. That's, why, that's why girls always be like, oh, like unless, tell, unless he tells you that you're his girl. That's why don't people. That's why people still remain confused in situations like that. Exactly. It's just yeah. like keeps on going and going. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You ain't given a, you ain't given the word of a label. If you talk about it's a situationship, it's a situationship. I remember when I was younger. When I was younger, one girl said, "Why are we?" I said, "Ah." We're not friends or you're not my girl. There's <laughs> nothing in between. Yeah. And she said, what does that mean? Because I didn't give her a word that this is what we are. Do you get what I mean? Do you get? Like, <laughs> if you tell her both, you're, obviously I'm not promoting, but if you're, her, like, you're just her linking, then she knows. Yeah, you get what I mean? Knows, she, she can she never, she can never, never say, say something and be like, oh. Think about it realistically. See, if you're talking to a girl, yeah, like you're talking, and she's your girlfriend, what changes in the way you act? Nothing. Exactly. It's just your words. It's the words. I never agreed with it. <laughs> and I never been with labels. I don't you think you do a bit more though? Obviously, you know, you do a bit you more in it, but not that much changes compared True. to your words. Because when you're talking to a girl, well, as a Christian man anyway, you can't say, oh, how's my girl doing? You can't say that. As in when you're talking to her, you know when people kind of talk to their girl in like third person kind of thing? You can't say, you can't call... <laughs> but like it's, it's how you talk to them is going to change yeah, and yeah. the promises that you're walking in now is going to change but what yeah. you actually do will change a bit but yeah. not that much and yeah. that's something I say I say I that, words, that, that won't be the most significant part yeah it's the words that are the most significant part that she will grab onto like that's one thing I've kind of realised over the years even like just talking to people I remember there was this one girl in it like you know remember it was my birthday and she didn't get me a present so I was like why she not get me a present she just gave me a card <laughs> mm-hmm. with just words on it but then the words act like a blueprint as to what someone actually thinks of you mm-hmm. not the actual actions the actions are just there to supplement it mm. to hold it to like money value or just to make themselves feel like oh yeah it feels good but the words it's like a firm blueprint that call what I think in my head that's what I think of you obviously if they're even if they're waffling in their head it's like cool they're just lying to themselves mm-hmm. isn't it but that's them and their own but words really and truly it's, mm-hmm. it's, you, you really do know children really still get me a present though yeah card, you want to be right and stuff bro <laughs> she weren't she were, she were my girl by the way just putting that out there <laughs> so why were you expecting a present good people innit I don't know, we're seeing like you're going off an attachment that wasn't built with words. Words, <laughs> but no, words are mad important, no, mad important. for sure. Like, I, I was, just, I was just thinking, like, even this week I've been reflecting, like, just, just on the word of God, like in general, like, it's the words that God speaks that I always say. That's the thing that always resonates with me. Like, there was, a, there's a, there's a scripture I think is in Job. I think I highlighted it today, and I was talking about, I think, it's, I think, yeah, Job was talking about how. Um, I think he desires the word of God more than necessary food. He said, yeah, I've not departed from the commandment of his lips. I've treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. And like, even if you, when you think about your relationship with God, it's, 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 it's his words that really change everything. Like mm. there's, some time, there's certain times where maybe like you're just in your room, maybe you're feeling the type of way and then you read the word of God mm. and it just it engages with your spirit. Like I was praying, I was like, I don't get, not that I don't get it, but it's like, I read the word of God and it just evokes something different. Like it taps something in my heart and it sets everything different. And I haven't done certain things. God hasn't even maybe done something before my own eyes, but it's his words that change our heart. It's his words that change the way we, we the way we conduct ourselves. It's his word that changes our emotions and it changes our, um, our feelings on a day-to-day basis. So words are powerful from God and even unto us. And that kind of just shows, again, the blueprint because really and truly we're made in the likeness of God. So yeah, although what we're saying is not directly like a scripture, but it shows that words are meant to be powerful for some kind of reason because <clears throat> God has given us words. God, God's word is powerful for us. And we have to have that same kind of, I guess that same kind of responsibility towards others that our words are meant to be powerful for people. And powerful doesn't always mean, again, like motivational, but mm. there's got to be a purpose behind what you say. And like, words are just so, it's because words are cheap, innit? Like you can say anything and no one's mm. really, they can, you can hold, someone's going to hold you to it to a certain extent, but it's like, they're so easy. Like actions, mm. sometimes they got to be a bit more thought through, but you can just say anything really and truly and no, just like, just take it back. But when you start to recognize, especially in the light of God's word, you start to see raw like there's actually something powerful behind the word of God. It's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. It's kind of backwards in the sense that you see in the world, everybody values words kind of as the lowest form because people value actions. And you see what's that saying? I'm um, like a picture paints a thousand words. Yeah, like people like expression that they can kind of make what they want out of it. Because with actions, you can kind of take it to mean whatever the hell you want. True. Um, same with a picture. That's why people like art. Oh, 
Somebody saying, oh, this picture really speaks to me. No. It means this to me. Somebody <laughs> saying, oh, it means that no. to me. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas words is the thing that you said what you said. And I think that's why people don't like it because a lot of people say what they're saying and they don't mean it. Yeah. Mm. Whereas with God, words is what we can hold so highly because we know when he says, he means. And mm-hmm. you have to hold him to it as well. You get And there's a thing where he expects you to as well. I'm saying like, he doesn't go back on his word. He doesn't change the way he is. Same today, yesterday, forever. So if he said something 3,000, 3 million years ago, still active today, so you can still hold him to that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like us where sometimes our words are flippy floppy, bro. Last week I was saying something, this week I'm saying something different. So <laughs> it's definitely true. Like when we're praying and that, we have to be really careful. Not careful, but like very, that's why it's also very good to actually study the word. Because when you're praying, sometimes you don't really know what to say, but then you remind God of what he's done or what he said that he would do. And that can, you know, kickstart mm-hmm. even a different prayer topic. Let me ask you, Sander, you see how all of these people, like, manifestation and that, yeah? Hear me. <laughs> Hear me out. Like, yeah. people think, generally, like, if you speak it, it's just going to happen. I don't mm-hmm. think manifestations as fake as some Christians believe. Like, if you speak it, like, oh, when I'm saying you speak it, I'm talking, like, the way God said, let there be light, and it was like, the mm-hmm. way some Christians can be like, oh, I don't know. Manifest, not man, maybe me, not manifest. Me, I think, it, yeah. but, wait, 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 I'm back. Like, so, what's the question? Like, do you genuinely think that Chris, like, not Christian manifestation is real? Not manifestation, but like, people have the power to, like, to say things into existence. Yes, I know. I think that Christians have this belief, yeah, that anything that's not Jesus and is spiritual is just fake. And people mm. need to get their minds out of that because a lot of this stuff is real. But it's not real necessarily in the way people think because, cool, think of it like this, yeah. Um, the Bible makes it very clear, right? that unless you're a child of God, as in a committed child of God in the sense that when I say committed, as in you've made that promise and you've locked in that covenant with God, you're not firmly in the kingdom, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as long as you're in free fall, the enemy has... Dominion over you. Do you get it? Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Straight and up. so there's this thing, yeah. What the devil doesn't want from us is reliance on God, right? And so... If I believe to myself, I can say stuff and make it happen, I'm never going to need to rely on God. Mm-hmm. And if the enemy can see your thought process is like that, why would he not give you what you say you want? True. That's what I'm I saying. I don't even know if the enemy can see our thoughts, though. Do you think he can? I don't think he can. Well, it, well, if you're writing it down on paper, it's not that hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? And I think that's... I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you what the devil can or can't see, but I think when you look at the way the devil interacts with people... To, for example, no, the reason why the I The reason I don't think he can... The story in Matthew could, if he about... Could, um, he wouldn't have allowed Jesus to die. Wait, I'm going to get into that. I was thinking about... You see the story in Matthew 7 where the demon not allowed, leaves the house and comes back. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't know if you can see our thoughts, but there's stuff you can see about our lives, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah but I'm saying the, the Jesus. But I'm saying like, if the enemy knew that Jesus being betrayed would lead him to um, get salvation for us, I don't think he would have made Judas betray him. He didn't make Judas. I don't think the no, devil. Because you know, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, I think you know that he can see our thoughts, but he can't <clears throat> always have power over them. Is nah, what I don't. I think but God's he can, the only one he, can see our thoughts, can, bro. Think about it. Think about it. Because, like, my thing, my 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 main thing is because, like, the whole cross thing, innit? If the enemy knew that Judas betraying Jesus would lead Jesus to go to the cross, die for us, wake up in, in three days or whatever, and then, you know, resurrect, give us salvation, the enemy is not doing that, bro. Cool, let me ask you a question. Let's take it back to Adam and Eve, yeah? Mm-hmm. When the enemy asked them the question of, oh, why do you not? Because this is the thing. If you, I was, I was reading it, Genesis chapter two in it the other day. Um, and it's chapter three, I think. Is it? Yeah. So this is it. So, um, the enemy asked them, "Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden?" Yeah, he asked them that question, and they said, "Yeah, like you know, we can eat any fruit, but God said we mustn't eat or touch this one, or we'll die, right?" Mm-hmm. And the serpent said to them you won't die. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it and you'll be like God. And it says that the woman was convinced. Whatever the enemy could or couldn't see their thoughts, but then that would imply that he's kind of gambling with our thoughts because he's just, cause he, he's trying to convince us all the time. But he can put, yeah, but he can put things there mm-hmm. to kind of like... To create doubt. But he doesn't actually doubt. see... But he can't see what's already there. He yeah. oh. doesn't know what's already there. But sometimes that's not that important because, for example, if you're... Because I think he can definitely see whether you're saved or not. 
Yeah, no. But that says enough about your foot poses already. I don't know if he actually, I don't know if he can. But then that, 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 that could that depend if it's shown through action though. Yeah. But this is the thing that I feel like, cool, maybe he can't see your thoughts, but he can see a lot of things about you that give him enough of a picture yeah, of how you know, think. I'm not saying that this yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't know anything about us, innit? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, he can't see your, yeah, I don't think he can actually see. So, so you don't think, think actually in our mind, so you don't think he can't see our thoughts, but do you think then he can have power over our thoughts though? Yeah. But only if you give it to him. If you give it to him. Yeah, like for me, the purposes of God will always avail over the purposes of darkness at the end of the day. However, if you're not agreeing with the purposes of God then obviously you can get cooked that yeah. is just the way I can see it no, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to necessarily agree with you but I'm not going to say you're wrong I do agree I can't say for sure that the devil can or can't see our thoughts I need to look more in scripture in it. Uh, but I do believe that he can see enough about you to guess where about your thought process will be oh, but when it comes okay. to manifestation if he knows that you're out here saying ah you're, you're posting on Instagram if you say this this happened for me duh, 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 duh. the devil now knows cool this person relies on himself a lot if I now manufacture certain things so that they get what they want without relying on God. I know that this is something I can keep away from the kingdom. And that's why it's not necessarily people getting what they say, but it's the enemy playing on what people say to keep them away from God. That's, that's what, that's how I'll, I'll say. Um, Cause like, for example, yeah. Um, when you look at David and Bathsheba, right? Mm. The way David went for Bathsheba, you can tell there's some sort of, Arrogance, kind of. I'm the king. What I say will go. Mm. Did you get like this? A woman's white husband is God knows where. Yeah, I tell yeah, her, yo, yeah. come over, and that she's rolling. Mm. And I lie. And, <laughs> and when you look at when you look at Bathsheba, like there's probably like we can't see exactly what Bathsheba was thinking in it. Yeah. But you gotta think, Bathsheba knew she was a married woman, right? Mm-hmm. But she also knew this is the king, and maybe there was some fear in her heart that ah, uh, the king asked me, and I don't roll, I might die. Mm. Yeah. But then you have to think to yourself, was there no, no conviction in her heart at all that my husband's on the battlefield? But temptation probably spoke to her as well. Yeah, and that's yeah, kind yeah. of what the enemy does. When he knows that there's a place where you could be doubting, whether mm. that's because of fear or whatever, he'll put stuff in front of you to make you double, double yeah. check it. And I think it's a similar thing with manifestation where he knows that you may not fully be convinced of something, he'll put something in front of you to check it the other way than God. And that's mm. the way I think that manifestation can work. I feel like even on that, like, I was listening to a sermon and it was talking about, although it's even, um, if you look at it in um, Romans 8, I believe Romans 8, although like we've given, we've given our lives to Christ and our heart belongs to God, but we're still, we're still born, we're still living in the flesh. And, you know, it speaks about how the, the, the flesh is, the flesh, the heart of flesh or for to be carnally mind to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal <laughs> mind is enmity against God, for mm. it is for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. We although we're still although we're still believers, we're still living in the flesh. So there's a there's gonna be there's always gonna be a constant friction, like Paul talks about in Romans seven, that you know we want to please God, but there's also something that still remains in us that wants to live to please our, our own desires. So we have those desires there. And then I feel like the enemy comes in and sprinkles whatever he wants <clears> in it. And then that's how we get into those positions where like, it's not necessarily the enemy seeing our thoughts, but yeah. we have this evil heart still in us. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? It says it in the scripture there. So that's the, that's, that's, even the, that's the goal of our faith is to be more, as we, um, we even put one of the questions there, is to be more spirit-led. Yeah. That's what it is, so that we can train. So, we, so at the, so when it comes to decisions and thought processes, our, our carnal heart <clears throat> that's still here just becomes more subject to the spirit, and it does what the spirit wants. Mm-hmm. That's why when we go stronger in faith, really and truly, we're just being more spirit led, more spirit led. So that 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 still small voice in our heart that's still there and will always be there until we die. It just gets quieter and quieter. It's like and in quieter Tom and Jerry, and you see how they have the angel and the devil on the shoulder. Yeah, as yeah. a Christian. Ideally, as you're sanctified, the angel should get bigger, bigger and bigger, and bigger, and, uh, and, bigger. and that human fleshy heart and desire be, just yeah. goes small and small. So I don't think it's necessarily that the devil is no. controlling our minds, but we still have that flesh nature where he, where he can sprinkle stuff, and we can kind of get we can get brought back into our we can get brought back to those natural desires yeah. that are naturally evil. So yeah. that's what I think. Because like we need to understand the only person, like only God, is like omniscient omnipresent and the other one sovereign yeah he's every he's everywhere he knows everything everything like even when you read first uh, first kings 839 then here in heaven your dwelling place and forgive and act and render to each whose heart you know according to all his ways for you you only know the hearts of all children of mankind i'm saying like 
Sit like as squares like sit, bro. He's been doing this for a long time, bro. Mm. Like, he's not a uh, he's not, not a little fish. Yeah, I can't lie. He's not late. He's not good. He's late in it, but he's not late. Like do you get like he's still got a little sat in there. Like he's been, <laughs> he's been tricking people for a very <laughs> long time, bro. So like I'm pretty sure he's learned a lot about human nature, quote unquote, yeah. to kind of know what ways to kind of play it. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's why I'm saying like if you're not really, that's why we always. We always talk about make sure you're rooted in Christ. Collision is two six. Abide in Christ. So like you're you're so stuck to the branch that yeah. you're not really given room for my man to even play tricks on you because bro, at the end of the day, all all Satan knows is counterfeit, bro. Like my man is not the real deal, bro. My man will put things that look real, but they're yeah. not real just to kind of trick you. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? That's way. That's the way I see. I just seem like it's a fraud, isn't it? Like mm. that's yeah. just the fraud. Yeah. In John eight forty four, the father of lies. Bro, the only weapon he has is the only way he can really trick you is by basically catching you off guard. Mm-hmm. That's why we're always told to stay alert. Make sure you're not, make sure you're checking your shoulders, bro. Make sure you're scanning. Scan no, 11 shabby, times. Shabby, shabby. 11 times, 11 times. <laughs> Scan 11 times, bro. Don't be, don't be just scanning two times and think you're calm. But I think that's why, but I think that it? thing is important why we have to be careful of how we use our words because we don't know that sometimes we're giving the enemy yeah. space to work by accident. Yeah, and like, for example, there's a, there's a verse in James 5, um, 12, it talks about not swearing on anything. Just say yes or no. Oh, um, and it's because it says that, um, so that you will not sin and be condemned. Because sometimes your words can lead you down roads that because you... Because even though you can't um, hear, you can hear what you're saying, bro. Do you feel me? Do you know what I'm saying? Matthew 12, 36, 37, talking about um, by your words, you will be either condemned or justified. So your words are... They're there, like, they have and even powerful. even with that say you gotta tame the tongue that's shown us in like James three mm. and like Proverbs eighteen twenty one, and I remember what was it last week what was it um, church that you man came to, Pastor Daniel was Pastor it Daniel, yeah, yeah, Daniel. forty and some sweet efficiency. Oh, <laughs> he was talking. He was talking about like the speaking of the words, and one thing he kind of said is that. Um, but going back to your point about manifestation, it's kind of like that misinterpretation of speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. But even if it's the case whereby we're kind of reliant on God's word, doesn't mean it's firm. <coughs> he was talking about whereby um, you have to try and fit the puzzle into what certain verses mean before you have the ability to even say it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Not just see a verse and just feel like, oh, that's the right verse because there's many verses in the Bible that kind of need to be You have to, to look at the entirety yeah. of the exactly, Bible. Exactly, yeah. before yeah. it needs to be spoken <coughs> out. Because a lot of people might, the reason I ask this question is because a lot of like believers, maybe not even believers, they might look at maybe one verse. I think it's in John. Yeah. Uh, ask what you want. Ask. And what's the what's the what's the? There's one in Proverbs about about how the Lord will establish your plans. Yeah, that yeah. scene that get misquoted. <laughs> right, people start a business to put on the couch. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, like ask ask um what you want from the Lord, and, and, and he'll you'll you'll receive it yeah. kind of thing. But then when you look at more verses it talks about according to his will have you seen James 4 13 17 about don't plan um, oh we'll go and start a business this time tomorrow (laughs) what you you ought to say is if the Lord wills you know what I'm saying so when you look at it in the entirety a lot of people might just look at that verse oh um, ask and it shall be given to you seek and you shall uh, knock and it shall all of that now I see that and they might just think oh I used to be like that oh let me just pray to God and because the word has said this it's going to happen just doesn't happen. And you're thinking, then a lot of people start doubting, but like, oh God, mm-hmm. like your word says this, da, da, da. but when you read it in, the, in, in, its, in its entirety, it clearly shows you that, yo, like it's God's will that you have to come into agreement with. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. Like even when you're praying, you're not praying necessarily to necessarily get, like it's not like a shopping list. Mm-hmm. I think no. I've said this before yeah. where yeah. like, you're just ticking things off, oh God, I want this, God, I want this, I want a car, I want a house, da, da, da. It's you, it's you kind of, coming to agreement or understanding of what God wants for you mm-hmm. and when you're praying when your prayers are aligned with God's, that's when it happens so mm-hmm. that's when people think of answered prayers they think they might think that oh I wanted this and then it happened but it's more of like you've come into agreement with God's will so then he's given it mm. to you and because sometimes you, know you can saying? pray on something get it and it wasn't God it wasn't God yeah. do you know what I'm saying and I can't lie it probably just like not. I don't I don't really believe in coincidence innit? maybe you just Happened just the way that it happened, didn't it? But my thing is, like, in terms of us speaking things into existence, I only think God is the one that can, ex- can speak yeah, things into existence. Because even when you read... Well, he, I think he can give you the power to do it. You think so? When you look at them, man... Um, yeah, let me see if I've got What's that brother who stopped the sky or the rain or... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's another thing that I feel like, is it really him giving you the power or is it just... 
telling you what to say. Yeah, or is, is, it, is, is it in his... The Holy Spirit yeah, working you, I agree, I agree. But as a child of God, it him? should be the Spirit speaking through you. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Is it, I'm just saying, is it, like, is it really just you speaking or is it like it being in agreement with God? It's basically yeah. what I'm saying. But this is the thing. One of the biggest things this year, especially as we've been speaking on fundamentals, is intentionality. Intentionality has been, for this year the pod has been such a big thing in how we yeah. speak to each other, what we do with each other, how we speak to other people and like just being more intentional. And First John 2.6 says um, that those that say they believe in God should live as Christ did. And when it comes to words, words is one of the biggest things that shows the character of Christ mm-hmm. because yeah. he was always intentional. He always practiced what he preached and preached what mm-hmm. he practiced. Like he never, his tone was always perfect for what he was trying to do. For example, Literally. um, when he rebuked the Pharisees compared to when he rebuked the adulterer, completely, completely different. different. But that's mm. because there was that, the the unity between the son and the father was chemistry that's never been seen before. I will never be no, seen again. The scripture says, it, said, Jesus said it himself, yeah, I only speak bro. what the father tells me. Yeah. Do you feel me? You that's why I mean? on the cross he was in pain, bro, because it was separated from the father for such a short, for the first time, basically. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know what that's what, I think that's, when it comes to how we speak, that's the kind of chemistry of God we should be trying to replicate. Yeah. Like me and DSQ had a conversation and um, obviously he had a bit of a situation and we were talking about communication with people and, and he was telling me his thought process and I said, oh, like, I said, like, how well do you genuinely think you, like, I know this is what you're thinking, what you're trying to do. How well do you think you communicated that? Mm. He said, ah, oh, it's what I was trying to do, but I don't really think I said it. Um. And that's the thing that, like, one of my favorite scriptures here yeah, is when Jesus, when he, he was in the synagogue talking to some people, I forgot what he was saying. Then he went out and cast a demon out of somebody straight away. And it's like, he was talking, was then he's acting. Man, man. Back to back. And I feel like that's how we have to be. What we say has to be intentional. Mm. How we act has to be in line with our words because we shouldn't just be talking waywardly. And I, I think that's one of the things that I get the most conviction about. So I just be talking. What are you doing? Literally, nah, like, because like you said, like, there's a scripture, even it's the adulterous women's scripture that kind of just shows me that Jesus, when it comes to speech, he was just so perfect because they were trying to trap him. Like the Pharisees were yeah, trying to trap him. They were trying to. just got the yeah. double team like it was that, bro. Yeah, I mean, they were trying to. If you say this, then you're not this loving character that you've so, you supposedly been. And if you say this, then you're going against the law. Yeah. And he knew the exact. He didn't, he, didn't, he, went on, he didn't answer this side of that. He said, He who has not sent cast the first stone. I think, wait, that's yeah. the scripture. Done. And just, it was just effective. And he did exactly what he wanted. Everyone left. Bro. Went to the women. Cool. Go send no, you, you're forgiven. Go send no more, whatever. He knew the exact thing to say to be so. To be able to that, like Krebs said, pass all the double teams, every single thing that was coming against him, he still had the words to say. Yeah. And, you know, again, we have the same spirit of God living in us. So we have that ability as well. And sometimes <laughs> even myself, we can be very, um, we can just be very kind of lazy in that sense that it's like, there's no other way really to say this. Let me kind of say it. Like even, I know I've been guilty of doing it as well. Because sometimes, especially when you're trying to speak a harsh truth, sometimes you feel like you just, this is the truth. I just need to say it. Mm. But, Jesus, when he was even speaking the truth, there was still a way he had to say it to be for it to be able to achieve what what he wanted it to achieve, for it to be able to align with who he has shown that he is. So sometimes we can be a bit too lazy with our words, and you know, because a lot of people say, "Of course, of course, not of course, it's not good to lie." But even when you're speaking true, there's a way to do it. We always <coughs> speak about that time. We always speak a lot about it when it comes to like, um, you know, encouraging people or disciplining people. Like, there's always got to be some specific tone or some specific way because there is a way to be able to say words. Not necessarily that people won't get hurt because you might get words sometimes, bro. Imagine somebody doesn't be with you; it's gonna hurt you regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're not gonna but be. But it's good, still a way to deliver. But it's still a way to deliver it, yeah. and that that kind of leaves you blameless in the eyes of God as well. We were speaking about being blameless as well. Like mm. there's a way to do things where it's like, God, you can look at God and be like, you know what? I said the right thing. I did the right thing. I conveyed myself in the right way. And it leaves you with peace. Okay. I feel like a lot of times that's a good sign of what you've said when you're left with a peace where it's like, and it's not a peace that you're happy, but it's a peace that- You can stand before God and be like, I cooked yeah, someone for that the other yeah. day. Because um, I cooked someone for that because basically somebody must have tweeted something. <laughs> they might even listen to this episode. I don't even care. Somebody, um, somebody must have tweeted something about like hypocrisy in the church. He said, oh, I left my church because they were hypocrites. Da, 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 da. So one brother DM the guy who tweeted that and be like, ah, oh, you should be praying for them instead. You shouldn't leave the church because they're hypocrites. Da, 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 da. See the guy he DM'd, who made a tweet. The guy cooked him and said, I don't know you, bro. Like, Same like, like why are you like, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah. Da, 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 da. And so yeah. my man sent me the screenshot of the chat, yeah. 
Like, oh, like, look at my man said, and I cooked him. I said, you don't, like, why are you approaching people like that? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, and I was cooking him because I was like, you don't know the situation. You're speaking it not to understand, but just, the, the guy even said to him, like, this, I never put the tweet there for people to come and preach to me. Like, that's not what I asked for. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to the guy, you can't just go around preaching to people when you don't understand the situation. We have to, you have to go down on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> and, I swear that's not my, my, <laughs> and it's like, I think that's the thing about Jesus that you'll see. The intentionality with him was to, came from a place of understanding. Do you get it? And I think that's why sometimes you have to kind of recognize your position when you're communicating and when you're speaking to people. <clears throat> like you have to know, who am I to this person and how should that dictate how I speak to them? Because when you ask your mum for something or when you ask a random person for something, you're not going to ask the same way. Mm. You get Proximity changes everything. Yeah, because even mm. like when, when you, even talking about you lot saying that we have to be intentional and in line with the, <clears throat> with the spirit when we're speaking and, you know, all that stuff. When we read First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, <clears throat> down it says no one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit and we have received God's spirit not the world's spirit so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us then it goes on to say what pe- um, when we tell you these things we do not use words that come from human wisdom instead we speak words given to us by the spirit using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truths so we're even like kind of relaying off what you lot are saying in terms of like when we're going out trying to be intentional, trying to do the right thing, we need to understand that we have God's spirit inside us. So we know, we can oh, know. We God. can know, yeah. Yeah, we can know God's thoughts. But that's up to you to kind of like, not tap into it, but no, like, just to, yeah, like, yeah, to, no, yeah. to kind of like, as you, um, as you said about Noah, being close fellowship with God mm. to kind of understand what he's trying to let you, trying to get you to say, what he's trying to get you to do. Because right at the end of the day, bro, if you're just trying to do things on the fly, trying to be, think you're a big man, you're trying to do hero ball. You're not going to, you're I not going to be humble. You know, I think a lot of Christians kind of approach away, conversations like that because they almost think, who am I to know the thoughts of God? Whereas that scripture shows you're a child yeah. of God and you yeah. can have access to that. Because and you have so the spirit of God There's no reason for us to be just walking into, especially important conversations, kind of guessing what God wants you to do there. Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense. You have to go with an authority and a confidence though. Like even mm. like, even when it comes to like intercession and prayer, like, that's something I've learned as well, because you know when <laughs> you know when you're afraid for someone and you're scared that you're gonna say the wrong free the Yo. wrong thing for people or whatever. Bro, like, but you've been given the spirit of God, and sometimes I was listening to a sermon, it's not necessarily you're guessing, but you haven't you have the confidence in you that you know you're placed in this position, you have the spirit of God in you. So when you go into these places, obviously you've communicated with God, he will give you the words to say, and sometimes if you don't go with that confidence, you will never be able to actually tap into the, the things that he's given you and, and what people actually need from you. So it kind of goes from confidence in the scriptures as well that we have the spirit of God in us. Again, it doesn't mean you go recklessly into what God is, but especially if God's leading you to speak somewhere, go with the confidence there because he will establish your words. Like sometimes, bro, sometimes we come into this place. I can't lie. I don't remember a single thing I've said. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't a single thing I, saw, I said, bro. I heard some crazy story. I was listening to a sermon. Um, from this guy, Pastor Meshach something. He did a guest sermon in Loughborough at Junction, innit? And he's a pastor, oh, innit? Yeah. And he went, his friend asked him to come to this and worship now at his church, innit? So he's gone there. And he didn't, he was just there praying, whatever, worshiping. And the guy said, oh, we have this pastor. And he's asked him to come to the stage. The guy's like, you never gave him a heads up, innit? Mm-hmm. Then basically when he was praying, there was this woman next to a child and the child was screaming. And he looked over and the child was like bloody in the face. Chill. Like, and he's like, just a real story. It's a real story. Like, and he, showed, he showed pictures of it. Yeah, in the UK. He showed pictures of it. It was crazy. Anyways, so cool. So he's gone up there now and then he's, he's talking on stage, praying or whatever and the woman came up with the child, yeah? And then he's gone outside and he's prayed with her and then like, the child didn't get healed straight away. So he's going home, he's in the car, he's like, I've rubbed that. Did that. I say it right? <laughs> did I, did I, did I, did I, should I have prayed in it like that? Should, did I say the wrong thing? Should I have even done it in the first place? Then like, I think some days later, his friend, who's a pastor of church, said, oh, this woman da, 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 sent a picture of the child. The child's healed, innit? Mm, and he was saying that he he wasn't confident in the time. Yeah. Like, and he, he was even down straight after. Did I do it right? Da, 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 da. But, and he was speaking to God about it. And God was like, kind of, when you were trying to heal it, where were you trying to heal it from? Was it from a place of, there's bare people here, da, 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 da. Did you get what's about? This is yeah. a big man talking. My man's in his. Yeah, he has kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like three kids that are like, yeah. And yeah. I was like, raw, like, it's so interesting, kind of, because he kind of showed an insight into his conversation with God and his conversation with himself. And that does so much for things. And we have to look at it like that as well. When we're being intentional, we're trying to be like Jesus. Look at the conversation Jesus had with the Father 
and then look at the conversation you had with everybody mm. else and you see a continuity between it. Yeah, mm. no, you're right with that one. And it's even, even going back to what Square said about that type of uh, so understanding good. with God, it's kind of understanding that the Lord says in Psalms 29, like verse three to five, emphasizing on how powerful the Lord's voice is. So let us go with that type of mindset that the words that we're saying to other people also holds like the same like magnitude of powerfulness. So that let it resonate onto those oh, that whoever it touches and etc. You know? Yeah, God acts like it. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, but have confidence knowing that, like as I said, in accordance to God's will, it's calm. But you have to be tapped in to know what God's will for your life is. And now that you know that you have God's spirit inside you, you know His thoughts. You know that His thoughts for you are perfect. They're good. When you kind of like just add all these things up, then you know that cool. When He's giving the confidence to go and do something. You can go do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't be hesitating. Like, mm. Do you get it? And um, before we wrap up, like, we've spoken a lot on kind of how we speak to ourselves, how our thoughts dictate how we speak, speaking to understand, speaking from a place of love, you know, judging your speech depending on who you're speaking to and where you are. That's about what we should say. Then obviously, there's also things we shouldn't say. Oh. And um, Ephesians 5.4 says, Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Talking yeah. about God's people. And instead, be there, let there be thankfulness for God. And I think um, if you even look at it in King James Version, it says, um, it says filthiness. Yeah, you know bro. what? Just to touch on don't that. Be, so so to, to the norm, we all just be thinking that, oh yeah, it's things, you know, swear words and etc. those type of words are not seen in the law's eyes. But we should also take consideration of words that could target someone's emotions as well. That could yeah, be something sure. that needs to be Manipulation. Emphasized. Gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> sure. cool. I, feel, I feel like I feel like I feel like that should also, out people's insecurities. I know it may it may be it may be a subjective take, but that should also be like held into yeah, that type no, of same so. account because yeah, at the end of the day, it's like even though we during this walk whereby we should be vulnerable, if it's a case whereby that vulnerability then leads into someone's um, destruction in their emotions, then we also have to hold accountability for the words yeah. they actually portray yeah. out. Same. That's what I was saying to somebody. Somebody was talking to me about like how they felt like their mum was being closed off about certain things. I said, don't go there and open up a wound you're not ready to talk about with somebody. Mm. And that's the thing I do agree. Like that kind of, that whole thing about like being foolish with your talk. Foolish talk is yeah. talk without wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're causing people to be vulnerable. And now they open up and just tell like, ah. Yeah. Well, like for example, I've seen man do this with girls before. Well, like they'll, they'll get them to open up here. And they're like, ah, oh, fair. And they just brush it. And I'm like, <laughs> well, like and it's kind of because it's this thing of, it's yeah, like it's selfishness that's as well. Crazy, man. Like that's, that's bad, man. Man, need to do better, man. Words. <laughs> man, <laughs> <are> trash. <laughs> oh yeah, man. And it shouldn't. And also, I know, I like it shouldn't be, like, obviously all that stuff's good as well. But even in terms of when you're with, you know, the other half, you know, in maybe a romantic sense, don't be saying things that you know can lead to things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not just about action, bro. <laughs> no, it's it's about thing, It's about you saying stuff that are probably insinuations. Even to add that quickly, um, it's the same way that you're saying that the words that we say out, it's also the same way it replicates of the words that we actually take in. Because uh -huh. with the words, you also have to take, take into account that we're not going to be able to you know, go about those words if we don't hear the words. So it's the hearing part we also have to yeah, take yeah. into account as well. But yeah. Because when you actually read the scripture from verse three, it says, let there be no sexual immorality, impurity or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk and coarse jokes, these are not for you. It doesn't say these aren't things you should say. You're it says these are not things that are for you. Yeah. And so for example, where was I? My brother, my brother was asking me, oh, like, how come you don't listen to DB? <laughs> <laughs> I say nah, it's not me still. <laughs> not me still. And I think we, we like we do have to think about what we say and what we listen to. It goes back to the thing we we're talking about in the music episode. Why are we listening to things we wouldn't say? I asked on the pod story, um, should you listen to a song if you wouldn't be willing to sing it in front of the whole world? No. 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 No, you shouldn't. Sim simply, yes, you wouldn't. You what's, what's that Lil Pino song? Nasty. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's, 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 I think that even the, the scripture that links to that Ephesians 1 is the uh, 2 Timothy 2 scripture. It says, and it's one that's always stuck to me. It says, avoid godless chatter because in the end it just leads to more ungodliness. And godless chatter isn't just swearing. It's yeah, some rest of stories and bro, stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes that's why like you got to be wary about what you say and where you say it as well. Because you know in certain, yeah. for example, I could, I'm not that I can say something crazy, but I can have like a little, like a funny, like a little silly joke maybe in this atmosphere. If I go to another place and I'm saying something, you already know what's going to happen in that kind of environment. Like, when like that time in Leicester, we were talking about um, Jules B. <laughs> <laughs> <Jules>. <laughs> yeah, that, do you get what I mean? Like, 
So you just got you just got to be wary about the things that you say, man. Words are expensive. It, it links up to mm. um, not causing people to stumble. Um, yes, it's not just about um, you, man. It's about yeah. the others as well. Because if you because if you if you start a conversation with the man them on a very rash topic. Anything they say after, if they drag it, it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what's that scripture in James? It's just about use how words like they spark a fire and they yeah, set yeah. fire to the forest or something <laughs> like that. It's just a tiny spark. Yeah, and that's it's up to you. Innit? You set that spark. Yeah. So your words, man. Well, well, use your words for prayer. Use your words for encouragement. Use your, make sure your words have are seasoned with salt. Seasoned. As the Bible says, yeah. I don't even know what that means, but I, I think it's just yeah, it, mean, it means that it adds, bro. That's what salt yeah, does. It adds, it adds, it adds, it adds flavor. It adds something. You can yeah. recognize yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. man, like, even, like even when you come to like spiritual warfare, bro, in terms of your words, bro, you just uh, just yeah, really. No. Soon we're gonna have. Soon we're gonna have so. a, an episode on prayer because I was talking to somebody about. I'm not even gonna name it. There's a certain church here, and I really don't like the language that they use when they pray. But I think how you speak here, yeah, how you speak to people, for example, really dictate. It shows what you think about. <coughs> It shows what you think about someone. It shows what you think about yourself. Like I yeah. said, like for example, if he's, if I, if DSQ is struggling with something, I say to him, "Oh, like I'm not sure if I'll be able to, but if you really need help, maybe ask me. I'll see what I can do." That doesn't show I can help you. Mm. Yeah. He say, "Oh, like I know you're struggling. I think I can be able to help you with X, Y, and Z. Let me know." Yeah. There's an intentionality. There's a confidence, and that's mm. what breeds confidence in somebody else. And I feel like the way we speak to God is really important. What language are you going before God with? Because it reinforces what you think about God and what you think about yourself mm. before God. Mm. Mm-hmm. So are you saying, oh, God, like, ah, you're so great. I'm not sure if you want to help me, but Lord, oh, yeah. I really need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it, Lord, I know I'm your child and you're my father. I'm asking you to help yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, Before so I think how we speak reinforces, because what we speak out is what we hear as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we should be careful. Be intentional in how you speak. Make sure that you're being careful of what you say. Yes, and don't yes, be afraid yes. to go back on your own takes as well. Yeah. <laughs> you said something wrong yeah, address yeah, yeah, it, it. someone in the football GC they say stuff and they're not trying to go back on it I said Sancho was lit Sancho's not lit I don't mind going back and saying do you get it yeah. like, I think that's one thing I like about the pod we said stuff before that maybe we've built on and we don't mind readdressing it yeah. And yeah, yeah. be like Jesus when you speak yeah, Psalms man. as well is a good to kind of yeah, show the, 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 way to the way to approach things the way yeah. David would pray it was I don't know a man after God doing yeah. hard like, David's singing the prayers isn't it yeah. yeah, like you learn bad stuff, man, from Psalms. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah man. been a good one. Yeah. Three, three years, right? Three out, years, man. Seeing next to you, now we run things. Now we run things. The way you show me love is a mountain. Took me from nothing to something.